Growing a business is hard. Just like anything new we might take on, our current skill set can get us to a certain point. And then, I believe, the chase for personal growth has to become a priority. How can some people grow a bigger photography business than other people? How do some people do it faster than others? We know that it's about so much more than photography skills, so how do we keep growing? Today I'm going to share some recent ahas that my community has had lately and share where they came from. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast. And I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. I don't know about you, but I love to have aha moments in my business. Those little thoughts that change everything for our business. At Joy of Marketing, we love the saying, big doors swing on little hinges. Because think about it, and we know this, right? Big giant doors swing open on a little bitty piece of metal. (laughs) And so I feel like I have a process and system that is working. But when my business isn't growing, I try to find a way to find those little hinges that can move me forward. As a business coach for photographers, I want to provide those ahas for my students because I know how much impact those can have. So twice a year, my peak performance coaching students come together for a two-day immersion training for two days where they're sitting immersed in their business. And for every one, those ahas come at different points throughout those two days. But during these two days of powerful learning, the goal is to have big breakthroughs and get clarity on what actions everyone is going to take in the next 90 days to grow their portrait photography businesses. We just wrapped up our spring immersion and it was so powerful. What I'm sharing with you today are some of the biggest ahas that my students had in those two days together. I want to help you move faster and fast track these lessons so you too can be on the path to a stronger photography business. And I hope at some point you can join us in this learning adventure and be a part of these immersions so you too can have your own breakthroughs. Number one, aha, I don't have to be great at everything. Look, I think so many people think that they have to be great at everything because of school. You can't get me started on the whole school system, (laughs) but I know when I got out of high school, I hated taking the ACT test. Anybody else? Why does getting a good grade in everything ensure that you're going to build a career that you love? It doesn't. And I know when I was taking that test to get into college, I was so frustrated because 
people get really sad about that. I had so many friends who were so disappointed and I just don't have the mental capacity <laughs> to take four hour tests. So about halfway, I started doing the BD thing. I think those were probably my highest scores and I got what I needed to get in where I was going to play volleyball. So I luckily didn't have to take it again, but it frustrates me because I believe in what I teach my kids is be good at something, really good at something. Have a passion, have something that you can build a life on. And I'm going to be fine if you don't have the highest grade in history or science or whatever that class is. I also think that people think, oh, I'm not good at this subject. So that's where I should work really hard to get good at it. And I believe the opposite here too. I believe that if we are doing things that are in our unique ability, things that we're already naturally good at and interested in and have a passion for, we're going to be happier and we're going to do better at them, don't you think? So if in business, you build your business around the things that you're good at and you focus on your strengths, you can build the business and the life that you love. This was a big ha aha. Aha, aha, <laughs> for my students. And some have already learned this with me and some are just realizing, oh my gosh, I can build my business based on the things I love to do and not just the things that I'm not good at. So they were learning, they can pick marketing activities that align with their unique abilities. There isn't one size that fits all. Now, when you are newer in business, you do have to do a little bit of everything, right? Because you're building it. You don't have the money to be able to afford to hire people. But as you do better on the things that you're good at, you can eventually hire for the things that you don't like to do. And the reality is, if you're doing what makes you happy, you're going to love your life so much more and you're going to show up as a much happier person. Number two big aha that I that I saw students having was that it, it isn't that I can't trust people because everyone is a competitor. And look, if you haven't already had this breakthrough, I can't wait for the day you have it because I can assure you, I have at least as many competitors in my market as you do. Yet I put so much free content into the world to teach everyone how to elevate their game. I love the quote from JFK, a rising tide lifts all boats. So if we're educating the market, we will all benefit. I tell my community, lean in. I have members of my peak performance coaching program who are in the same market and some even get together to do activities. Annie Whittington and Megan Hughes were both awarded a best of award for photography in their market when they worked together right? We get much further when we work together than when we work separately. And number three, another big aha, and this might be the biggest one, that you don't have to say yes on the spot. In fact, that's my rule. I don't say yes to things on the spot. And I had to learn this lesson the hard way when I was younger and I was so eager and I loved people's ideas and I would get caught up in the excitement and I would say yes to things. And then I would be driving home thinking, why did I say yes to that? I don't have time to do that. And I think most of us are pleasers by nature. And so we want to say yes. And it's good to say yes. But I hate that when we we have that remorse or regret. 
It's sort of like when your good friend asks you to shoot an all-day event for free and give the digital files to the organization or charity or business to get, air quotes, exposure. My rule is that even if it feels like 100% yes, I made the decision not to ever say yes to something on the spot. This gives me time to look at my schedule and see if I really am able to commit to doing it and also decide if this is in my best interest. That way, if I still decide it's a yes, I can email them or text or, or whatever, reach out to them quickly and they'll be thrilled. If I decide it's a no, I can compose a professional email letting them know how much I appreciate the opportunity, but I'm overextended right now and I wouldn't be able to give it the effort I would need to do a good job. Side note, please don't say yes to shooting all day for free to get, again, air quotes, exposure. Running down the street naked in the winter will get you exposure too. But do you say yes to that? Hopefully not. (laughs) No more exposure. If you learn to say, oh my gosh, that sounds like a fantastic opportunity. Let me check my schedule and get back to you. You will be so happy when you don't say yes to things that you get in your car and wish you wouldn't have. I love teaching and I also love running my photography business. Both of my businesses have pushed me to be better in the other. And I've invested so much in my education to be able to run the type of businesses that are profitable, but more importantly, allow me to put my family first. So when I'm able to teach my coaching students in an intense multi-day training, so many of the lessons came from lessons I had to learn the hard way or I invested to learn. And I love when those really cool aha moments really just float to the top. I hate to even say this, but I'm going to make up a word, foaches, (laughs) fake coaches, Those are the people out there who are trying to teach photographers how to run a photography business and they either aren't running one or they aren't doing it profitably. Sure, maybe their photos look great and they say they're successful, but when you pull back the curtain, they aren't at all actually running a professional, profitable photography business. And if you're working with someone who's not a photographer and they start telling you, oh, give digital files, that's a red flag. They don't understand the economies of our market. My best suggestion, if you are going to go all in on your business, find a mentor who is where you want to be. Hopefully running a profitable portrait photography business and still putting family first and pull yourself closer to that community. Lean in and embrace others who can challenge you and give you your aha moments. And if it's here, I invite you to join us. That invitation is always open. And if it isn't here, that's okay too. The world is abundant. Find your North Star and invest in yourself. Because what I know is that showing up and listening to this podcast each week is an excellent start to getting you more invested in yourself and in your business. I want you to know that I am here for you when you're ready. I'm here to do this with you. And you know what? I will continue to believe in you until you believe in you. You can, you can, you absolutely, you can do this. Probably one of the most fragile phases of going boutique is that tender spot where you're fired up about the possibilities, but you don't have a ton of income coming in yet because you haven't gotten your first $1,000 client, the person we call your Julie. 
Going boutique really turns your business upside down in a good way with new systems for selling, for marketing, and for pricing. And it really can be heart pounding and nerve wracking. Well, one of the ways I've made the transition easier for photographers is my 60 day online workshop called Boutique Breakthrough, where we scrub through your prices, your photography, your brand, and your selling system to make you boutique. We only open this course up a few times a year to a small group of photographers because my team and I literally hold your hand through your transition. A new class is starting soon, so if you're interested in learning more, go to boutiquebreakthrough.com for a free training to see if Boutique Breakthrough is right for you.